uh, interpreted the person's dreams to understand the illness and find a cure. Dreams were also seen as a way for mortals to connect with higher beings who had the power to perform miraculous healings. Similar techniques were used at sleep temples called Asclepions in ancient Greece for millennia since then folk since then folk wisdom has dictated that some of the best medicine was a good night's sleep while modern science has moved away from sleep temples and dream analysis is not seen as a path to curing physical ills the idea that sleep can heal the body and help strengthen the immune system to prevent sickness is well studied and reported Growing research supports the notion that sleep plays a vital role in how the immune system is prepared to fight off infections, how a vaccine can effectively mount an immune response, and how quickly and easily a sick person can recover from illness. So that's interesting how they said that even with uh, a vaccine, sleep can help with that. I mean, obviously. Anything you do to strengthen your immune system can help uh, allow a vaccine to work better. Uh, the power of sleep. It says a lot happens during sleep, including complex hormonal changes that benefit the immune system. Sleep deprivation studies show that sleep appears to help the body reach inflammatory homeostasis, meaning a state of equilibrium in which the internal environment is steady and stable. That's interesting because I was reading earlier about um, the cytokine storm, and it looks like sleep can actually help mediate that cytokine storm to keep inflammation down because the cytokine storm is actually like a runaway inflammation. So it's interesting that just sleep alone can help um, mediate a cytokine storm. Uh, without sufficient sleep, the body produces fewer cytokines, proteins that target inflammation and infection. Uh, there's also a direct link between a certain stage of sleep and immune function. Slow wave sleep, also known as deep sleep, is recognized as a time for the brain to recover from the day's activities. During deep sleep, the body produces growth hormones, GH, which directly relates to the robustness of the immune system. GH stimulates T and B cell production, the armies of cells that respond, for, that respond to foreign invaders to fight infection, and antibody synthesis. GH growth hormone, uh, is also able to control cytokine response. But there is a diminishing return on growth hormone as we age. Adults tend to spend only about 20 to 25% of their night in GH-producing deep sleep. But the number is much lower than, than a child's. Quote, as we get older, that's the one stage of sleep that tends to decline. End quote, says Chris Winter, MD, President of Charlottesville Neurology and Sleep Medicine in Virginia and author of The Sleep Solution, Why, our, why Your Sleep is Broken and How to Fix It. We get, quote, we get so much deep sleep when we're little 
obviously we're making growth hormone and growing, but it really tapers off and sort of all throughout, all through our life, that deep sleep tends to become diminished. So it's really important we get it when we can. This section's called the crosstalk. It says, when you get sick, sometimes all you want is a good sleep. That's because the body is hardwired to want longer and deeper sleep when its defense system is triggered. The immune system is activated by microbial interfer interferences and in turn launches an inflammatory response. Depending on a number of factors such as a magnitude of the response, such as magnitude of the response that can lead to an increase in sleep duration and intensity. A 2019 review of the Institute of Medical, Institute of Medical Psychology and Behavioral Neurobiology published in the journal Physiology Reviews examined this crosstalk between the immune system and sleep by reviewing decades of research in both human and animal studies. The research explained that findings <clears throat> in both areas, quote, show that pathogens or their components are able to alter sleep, end quote. The authors of the review explained that, quote, observations of enhanced or intensified sleep in response to acute infectious challenges have led to the hypothesis that sleep is beneficial for host defense mechanisms and or host recovery. According to the researchers, end quote, according to the researchers, a potential explanation for why this sleep immune system crosstalk exists is that energy is allocated to the immune system during sleep, allowing it to be more effective. Just gonna check the chat, see if I'm missing anything. All right, there's more, but I can probably get back to this later. section called the magic number and uh, I guess it's about what's the right amount of sleep let me go ahead and get ventilated here hopefully this doesn't take the mic away it might though let's see what happens here my uh, Bluetooth Maybe connected, I'm not so sure. Oh, yeah, it's good. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to read this last section, and that will be the end for now um, of this live cast. This is called, this section is called The Magic Number, and we're, we're talking about sleep here in regards to immunity. Uh, most experts, including the National Sleep Foundation, recommend that adults get seven to nine hours of sleep per night. For teenagers, that range is eight to ten hours, and school-age children, 
should be getting between 9 and 11 hours every night. And those numbers are tried and tested. In 2015, a four-year study revealed that short sleepers are four times as likely to catch a cold when exposed to the virus um, compared to those who get the recommended amount of shut-eye. According to the lead author of the study, this research was the first to use objective sleep measures to draw a connection between people's natural sleep habits and their risk of getting sick. Quote, short sleep was more important than any other factor in predicting subjects' likelihood of catching cold, end quote, said Ar- Eric Arik Pran Prather, Ph.D., Associate Professor of Psychiatry at the University of California, San Francisco, at the time of publication. Quote, it didn't matter how old people were, their stress levels, their race, education, or income. It didn't matter if they were a smoker. With all those things taken into account, statistically, sleep still carried the day. End quote. Published in the, in the journal Sleep, the study examined 164 volunteers from the Pittsburgh area between 20, 2007 and 2011 and found that subjects who had slept fewer than six hours a night um, the week before were more than 4.2 times as likely to catch the cold compared to compared with those who got the re- recommended seven hours of sleep. Those who slept less than five hours were 4.5 times as likely to catch the fire the virus. Quote, it goes beyond feeling groggy or irritable, end quote, Father said. Quote, not getting sleep fundamentally affects your physical health, end quote. According to Winter, who works with athletes, those who feel they can skimp on sleep go to bed at midnight and wake up five hours later so that they can hit the gym for three hours and are doing their bodies a disservice. Quote, the ability to do it and the ability to be healthy are really two different things, which is something that people really just kind of have to deal with. End quote, says Winter. But if your lifestyle doesn't line up with getting eight hours of sleep, eight hours of sleep every single night, quote, uh, question mark, uh, maybe your doctor, maybe you're a doctor or a, pa- or a new parent, someone whose lifestyle actively prevents you from getting the recommended hours of shut-eye. Winters points to research on sleep debt, meaning that the body can make up missed sleep in the short term. I kind of experimented with that. I call it sleep battery. If you sleep many days, this is kind of a sidebar, but if you sleep many days uh, for a couple hours longer than the following day after that, um, you can sleep a few hours less, but I think it only lasts for about a day or two at the most. Okay, back on script. <laughs> Looking at sleep as a weekly total from Sunday to Sunday, eight hours of sleep a night means 56 hours a week. Napping for an hour or two at the peak of sleepiness can offset what a night owl 
missed out on during his or her nightly sleep. Uh, let's see. If you're somebody who needs your 56 hours and you're on call tonight or your kid is sick or something prevents you from getting that time in bed that you needed, then you can make up for it within that week, says Winter. Research would show that you're still going to be as healthy or live as long as that annoying individual who always gets a perfect eight hours of sleep every night. But nap wisely. Taking too long of a nap or taking a rest um, too close to bedtime can make it difficult to fall asleep at night, making an already challenged sleep schedule even more troubled. Okay, so the more sleep, the better, right? Not really. These recommendations have a cap because there's an inverse reaction that happens when you get too much sleep. Research shows that too many hours of sleep can be associated with poor health outcomes, and oversleeping doesn't help you. Once you've gotten what you need, and we all have a genetic predisposition to need a certain amount of sleep, getting more doesn't allow you to bank it, says Winter. Quote, getting 13 hours tonight doesn't necessarily allow you to skip sleep tomorrow night. <laughs> Got it. All right. Well, I don't know who all's here, but thank you for joining the live cast. To be honest, I don't know how much of that you got. It sounds like at some point there, or possibly the whole time, you weren't hearing my voice. So I'll have to review it and see if this is a viable thing that I could do in the future. Just kind of testing this out for now. But... Uh, Thanks for listening. Love you all, and uh, bye for now. See you on the next one.